ever since people were told to stay at home, for some reason women been getting fucked a lot. Now then they're finally realizing the use of a side chick and they actually want them back. So much for all of you fuckers that thought that side chicks had no use in this planet. Anyways, we've got a podcast to do. Let's start this shit. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast show coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is uh, Denver B. We are self-isolating and as usual, Tweet Street is where we bring you the best of Twitter from the course of the week. One way or another, some shit just has to pop off. For some reason, people just have to say something about someone or some sort of topic on Twitter. And here is where we cover it. Now, we don't have too much time. I have three main topics that I want to bring up. And I'll try and avoid mentioning Corona, but two of them center around it. Uh, But the first one was actually a tweet that did kind of hit at me and it actually did make sense. Dr. Brad Johnson was on twitter on wednesday and he was like the one thing that we forget is that students aren't in the physical classroom schools are closed they're home they aren't prepared for virtual school or homeschool the parents aren't prepared either we aren't just shifting the location of school education has been interrupted now the thing is i feel as though this is such an underrated tweet and very few people are taking notice of this Y'all know, I don't talk that much about political or economic issues and such and such, but I have to make an exception because it does kind of bring forth a pretty interesting situation because this is something that's affected everyone, including those of us in Nairobi, those of us in Kenya and so on, because schools have been closed. A lot of e-learning's been happening, especially if you're in university. My shout out to USIUI went to campus. They're also doing online classes. And the thing is, people aren't ready for it because we've been taught that going to school has to be something that's physical. There's not that many places that have sort of tried to adopt the whole e-learning sort of platforms that actually optimize learning from anywhere in the world, from the comfort of your laptop. So obviously, it's going to screw with people quite a bit because I, I may not be in campus right now, but I know for a fact that guys are still having classes via zoom so if you're being told that you're gonna have class at three or class at 3 30 by one lecturer and then you decide to sleep at some point at like what maybe one maybe 2 30 if you even though you get your alarm at 2 45 or 2 50 still at three not unless if you go and you like turn on zoom and you like check in you're not gonna be seen as having settled in class and because We've mentally been programmed that you're not in class unless you're in a room with a bunch of people doing a bunch of things. It's very hard for people to cope right now. Guys have been doing that for the past about three weeks to a month. It's about three and a half. Actually, it should be about a month now since the corona situation hit this country particularly. But I feel as though people weren't necessarily ready for this and people weren't ready to move their classes online and it's made a lot of people get into a lot of situations also it's been said that zoom isn't so secure and because i have heard stories of zoom having issues i know for a fact that there's people that can pretty much log into a zoom class and play pawn if they want to just disrupt shit i've heard of such shit happening i've seen such shit happening i haven't attended a zoom class but i've actually 
seen the exact same kind of things happen through stuff like screen recordings and so on so i feel as though coming out of corona because obviously we will get past this i'd like to think that we're a particularly strong and fairly advanced civilization we can get past this situation it will mean that we need to start rethinking our entire idea of what should be happening with us moving locations and what can be done online because there's a fuck ton of things that we can do online but yeah honestly i think we need to start making some changes in our lives and the whole idea of the office space the school space having to be physical is changing and we should move with the times next so this one doesn't relate to any particular tweet but it ranges with a, a whole number of them so on tuesday the president of kenya president uhuru kenyatta went and gave a press conference and he spoke about the current state of the nation and at some point he mentioned that the government is going to devote i think it's about 100 or 200 million kenyan shillings into the creative sector into the entertainment and media industry so that the artists the creatives can all get some money during this time especially since they've been affected quite badly you know with the shutting down of the events and so on and it caused an uproar with a lot of kenyans and i don't get why people are losing their shit so much all right fine i do kind of get it i actually do kind of get it because there's people that are still in slums there's people that are struggling there are people who have no access to certain basic needs there are people who have no access to sanitary pads especially girls of course they're going through a ton of issues and it feels as though they haven't been addressed and the people that are being addressed are musicians event organizers DJs and so on essentially the entire entertainment space is being is being addressed mainly because there's a couple of guys who have a background in media and entertainment that are advising the president and i sat back and i watched guys go back and forth back and forth talking all sorts of shit and it kind of hit me the wrong way because at some point i was like as much as yes there are people that don't have access to sanitary pads as much as there are people who are going hungry as much as there are people that are struggling during this time there's people who are living in slum settlements and they aren't doing so well and yes they do need some level of allocation why are you guys talking like creatives and people in the entertainment industry have money a lot of people make it sound as though these guys are millionaires they ball hard they aren't having a, a hard time during this time and i'm not going to say it didn't sort of rile me up a bit but it does kind of show that yes people like to think that they're caring about the overall well-being of others but they don't always understand the situation because a dj and a musician and even an event organizer these people are making their bread from the events and a fuck ton of these events have closed down and it just means that these guys are going to miss on a bunch of different paydays you don't know how many loans these guys had to take so that they could go and like sort of start setting things up and then now because of our current situation as as a global population even as a country it's forced them to have to pull back on these same things and is screwing them up by the day because their costs are increasing in addition to that you know there's musicians as artists that were looking forward to gigs that would help them pay their bills dj's as well 
no one is remembering the fact that these are people hell even voiceover artists that will do the ads for you and models actors and so on these are people that were looking forward to going and using their skills to go and produce something that can put food on their tables and help pay their bills and keep the lights on and these are the same people that are supposed to be entertaining you during this period and you expect them to eat from where i'm i'm not trying to say that the people who aren't having sanitary pads the people who aren't getting access to a lot of basic needs don't matter but these guys have been suffering this shit from the get go a lot of the slum dwellers have been having issues relating to them for a long long time they haven't been as drastically harmed by this as let's say the middle class the events people the media people the creatives they tend to be affected quite a bit because you'll find for a lot of these musicians they'd need to go and record in the studio so that they can go and and push their music out they get the views youtube can pay them they can get money from gigs and so on but those things had to be cancelled the event organizers the dj's they were looking forward to the next few events so that they can pay their own bills and let's be quite honest as a country we haven't really learned how to save a lot of us survive on debt and live paycheck to paycheck so of course people are being affected heavily by this people are going through pay cuts people are going through unpaid leave people are getting laid off and it's all because of this current situation and honestly i think we need to understand that these guys in the creative industry in the entertainment and media industry they need some form of subsidized help so that they can continue doing what it is that they do because it's going to be very hard for them to survive and also because we don't know how long this will go on before they need to get back for a lot of the casual laborers their situation hasn't been hit as hard as people in the creative industry and that's that If you have a problem with me, you can come find me at my place. Come we fight. Anyways, now next one. And this one is the one that pretty much got me the most. So, a certain person on Twitter by the name of obocha_brian. He was on Twitter and he pretty much just wrote a very simple tweet said, "Stop being financially available to women you aren't tapping." It's a very simple tweet got a bunch of retweets got a bunch of likes got a bunch of comments but the thing is a pal of mine went took a screenshot of it and then posted it up on one of the whatsapp groups that I'm in as if you'd have just read through how women were riled up and shorties were busy losing their shit about oh so does that mean that because you're not getting pussy you shouldn't spend on a woman oh what kind of man is this oh this is a trash form of thinking and i just sat back and i was like you stupid f- yo how stupid can you get though and i know like hell that sounds like i'm just being abusive or i'm misogynistic in a sense or blah 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 think whatever the hell you want but let me explain this to you women empowerment and feminism changed the game and i'm going to repeat that again women empowerment and feminism changed the game and it changed the game such that nowadays when you look at such a statement of guys being told to no longer be financially available to women that they aren't hitting 
it makes sense because back in the day when women were barely making any money when women were barely being allowed outside of the house or at least to do anything beyond household duties then at that time it would make sense because women weren't earning it's like a child i can pretty much spend money on kids and i wouldn't expect much from them because their kids are not supposed to be making any money or at least in an ideal sense they aren't so Obviously, it made sense then, but now we're in the 21st century, a time when women have equal pay, when women have equal access to the same opportunities, of which in some they even have increased advantages, just the same way as per statistics. In Kenya now, you have a slightly higher probability of getting an entry-level job if you're a woman, as opposed to if you're a man. So it does kind of show you that women have gotten that equal ground. And obviously, I'm not about to start spending money on my homies each and every time if it's not worth something. So you expect a guy to start spending money on you for what? Because when you look at it as a guy, a lot of things, actually not even as a guy, just as just about any human being, everything comes with a price. Everything has a consequence. If my homie is buying drinks for me, if my homie is helping feed me, then there has to be some level of something that they'll want. Because if they want something afterwards, like let's say if I was at a pretty low point, they helped clothe me, helped feed me, and then I managed to get to the top and they say that they want a loan of a mill, it's gonna be very hard for me to say no. And when it comes to women, there's this sense of entitlement, and I'm gonna call it that. There's this sense of entitlement to being treated well. Like because you're a woman, you deserve to be treated in this amazing way by a guy simply because you have a vagina and because you're a woman you should be treated well and nothing should be expected and that's bullshit people don't call you for lunch even though they're just friends for nothing it's because they appreciate you and they want your company and for a good number of people they don't want to have lunch alone and they have the money to spare when a homie is calling you over to netflix and chill it's not like he just wants to watch a movie with you a lot of times women will take this and they'll start using it to call men entitled and sort of victimize men when a lot of this shit has become transactional. And it goes back to a statement that my brother once told me not too long ago and he was like, sex nowadays is transactional. And it does make sense because a lot of times when you hear a babe wants to come through, you'll hear a guy is being asked you know like so are you handling the uber or are you picking me up or are we going for a b c d like this guy will go and put cash down on drinks on food and shit and then they'll go they'll smash and he'll sort of try and make sure that he treats her well and so on and so forth that's where dating sort of comes from because nowadays people can smash outside of marriage and it's a common thing so if i'm taking you on a date then there's a pretty huge expectation that i'm gonna smash afterwards or at least if i'm taking you for drinks and so on and so forth so whenever a woman jumps up and says no you know it doesn't mean that we're gonna do anything after this especially if a guy spent a fuck ton of cash it becomes very it becomes a very dumb state of mind to be in and a lot of times women will say this and will be naive and there are the times when women will actually do this and play naive case in point a lot of times you know like pre-corona and shit damn it i said the c word you'd find that girls would go to the club and then you'd find that there's this guy that's coming through he's howling at them buying for them drinks buying for like maybe let's say one particular girl if not the whole squad is buying for 
this one particular shorty drinks on drinks on drinks on drinks on drinks. Hell, they probably haven't even met up until that time. And this guy is throwing money down on drinks. He's spending stacks. And then when this guy wants to try and get some, Shorty's like, no, just because you paid for my drinks, does that mean that I'm supposed to sleep with you? Well, not exactly, but sort of. And it's it's annoying that you can play such a card and still walk away with it. Because essentially, what do you think that he was paying for the drinks for? Just so that he can see you shake your ass. If he wanted to spend money so that he can see someone shaking their ass, he could have probably gone to a strip club. Because it's not that hard to find a strip club in this Nairobi. So, of course, when this guy is busy putting money down on drinks, you can see him touching you some type of way. You can see him grinding on you. You see him just busy trying to pull clothes. Obviously, this guy is trying to get something from you. He wants to get the pussy. And then you decide to go and try corner the man by going to get free drinks. And then you run away so that you can leave him high and dry. And by all means, it'll feel like a con. Because you'll have essentially conned this guy out of his money for drinks and shit. And then afterwards, if a situation that involves some level of rape or some level of harassment by this guy, y'all will start jumping up and saying, Oh, you know, just because you did this doesn't mean you're entitled to my body. Of course, we're not entitled to your body or any one of the many things that you can do with it. But you have to understand that when he was doing this, there was a certain expectation. You can't play with that expectation and expect them to continue just watching you do that to them and walk away. Obviously, someone's going to get pissed off. Obviously, someone's going to get riled up. You might find that he or she might have anger issues, might decide, you know what, because I sort of feel like I've been conned, I'm going to take it by any means necessary. That's where you find that some rape situations have come from. And just like that, just like that, you'll find that a rape situations come up and people are all of a sudden jumping to the side of the woman, victimizing a man just because a woman decided to play a victim. And then it ends up looking all bad, yet you've been playing this game time and time again. So I'm going to tell this to you, woman, or should I say every single woman that probably does this. Stop trying to make someone spend money on you if they're not going to get shit from you. If they're not getting shit from you, just tell them from the get-go. That way, at least they'll know. And if they want to continue blowing cash on you, then it's fine. Do I think that this is something that should be properly set out for, for women? I think that people deserve a bit of leniency for friendships. I think people deserve a bit of leniency. Just the same way we give to guys, girls should get the same level of leniency. But it's only to a certain level. Just like with any other relationship, it's only to a certain level. Anyways, that's it for today. I want to know your feedback and or opinions. And thank you so much to the many people that have been listening and giving me feedback. You all are the best. On Instagram, if you want to throw in your feedback and comments, it is at Breaktime on West Side. On Twitter, you can hit me up on my personal Twitter handle at Bagaka the D. The B and the D are capital. I will see you guys later.